Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. Father God, we praise you and we thank you for safety in you this morning. We thank you that in you we live, move, have our being. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. This is Wynn Community Prayer. My name is Sherelle Perkins. I am excited to be your hostess this morning. We will be praying about change. I was reading um, Seasons of Change by Dr. Miles Monroe, and I'd like to read a passage in his book that I thought was really interesting. If I can find it, I thought I had it marked for this morning. He says change is a component of time. Time produces change. Therefore, everything that is within time experiences change. Time is an interruption in in eternity and a measure of forever. God created time as recorded in the first book of Moses. Its purpose is clearly stated in the words to mark seasons and days and years, Genesis 1, 14. In essence, time was created to give eternity a measure, manifested in seasons and years. The term seasons denote change. Therefore, the creation of time became the source of change. He goes on to say, he's discussing what a president of a company had said. Well, I'll read the whole passage. It says, John Walter, president of AT&T, the world-famous telecommunication company, stated, when the pace of change outside an organization becomes greater than the pace of change inside the organization, the end is near. The principle expressed in this statement is vital for all who wish to maintain effectiveness in a constantly changing world. Every organization committed to impacting environment must consider the impact of change and its ability to respond effectively to that change. No organization exists in a vacuum. Each must submit to the demands of its environment. the environment of change. Even the most passive organization is compelled in its environment. They are reluctant organizations in aggressive environments. Organizations like individuals should engage in campaigns of self-improvement. Many large organizations have planning departments to ensure constant stream of innovation. Governments, corporations, military agendas, and other social and civic groups strategizes for change. 
Over the years, however, one organization, the Christian Church, has been criticized for its lack of adaptability. He has a quote in here that I think really addresses this issue. And that is that the church must figure out how in the 21st century to adapt without adopting the values of the surrounding culture. I'll say that again. The challenge of the church in the 21st century is to adapt without adopting the values of the surrounding culture. You might be thinking, well, I'm not sure about this, Sherelle. But Paul said, we're to be all things to all people that we might win some to Christ. We must become change agents. Every generation is challenged. Every church generation is challenged. And there's always an awakening, uh, a time when we readdress issues. And I believe that we're in, he goes on to talk about how throughout history there are key times where there's a shift, a change. We see that in Scripture, even with the children of Israel. There are key times that change came. And the people had to be adaptable to that change. When God said it was time to leave Egypt, anyone that disagreed missed what God was doing. They had to change. When it was time to cross the Jordan, to enter into Canaan land, Most people died out because they refused. They refused to change. They were too busy complaining about an old system, living in a place where their whole system existed in hard labor and slavery. So when God spoke change, even though they physically moved, their mentality stayed the same. God is challenging us this morning, his church. You can change buildings, location, but if your heart does not line up, with what God is getting ready to do in this new season for the church, you will miss the move of God. Moses is dead. It's time for a change. It's so important that we don't go back to find what we had in order to move forward. God is a progressive God. He is in constant forward momentum. Most of the things that we struggle as Christians have a lot to do with our ability to change and to adapt to what God is doing. It is important that we don't get caught up in old methodologies, past seasons, whether they were good or bad. The point of power is in the present. The old mothers used to say, he's a right now God. 
He is a right now God. And if we are to appropriate his power, we must be a right now people. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I have not seen nor ear heard nor entered into the heart of man what God has in store for those that love him. Forgetting those things which are behind, we press toward the mark of our high calling in Christ. So even as the Holy Spirit began to speak, Through this passage, uh, and even this morning, I heard some things that I didn't hear during my study time. It is important that whatever we do in this present hour is based on where the Holy Spirit is and not where the Holy Spirit was. The Holy Spirit is in our present time. He's in us. Holy Spirit, we thank you this morning that we don't have to second guess your presence, your power, your purpose. We choose to be a a people that appropriate the blessings of having you with us 24-7. Holy Spirit, we appreciate you. We appreciate your power. We thank you for the anointing that utterly smashes the yoke of the adversary off our necks. We thank you for your education, your tutelage, your bringing us into the present time, the now season of the Lord has nothing to do with age. It has everything to do with obedience. Father God, this morning we submit ourselves a living sacrifice, holy unto you, which is the least we can do for so great a Savior. So great a salvation. We come to you this morning, right now, (laughs) to be made whole, complete. Signed, sealed, and delivered by the person of the Holy Ghost. We are your workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. Father God, you're all the while at work in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. We keep ourselves in love and light, and the wicked one touches us not. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Father God, as we seek you, Not to create a church that's compromised, but one which has forward momentum. That is what we desire, Father. So it first begins in our life, Father, individually, then collectively. So, Father, we open our ears to hear a new sound not just coming from the instruments, but we open ourselves to hear the new sound that's coming from heaven. Your directives and inspiration, Father. We take you out of a box. Although you have been our hidden treasure, And though we have kept you close to our heart, 
We captured you in a place, a time, and a season. So this morning, we take you out of the box. We allow you your fullness in us, Lord. We don't long for anything. We believe for the new thing that you're doing in this hour. Father, we have made a decision that we will be part. We will be part of what you're doing now, and we will do our part in the now season, God. Every chain, every weight, every sin that does so easily beset us, We release them, God, whether it be family members, whether it be good advice from mom and them, (laughs) whatever it is, Father, we don't look back to move forward. For if we do, we will become a pillar of salt, good for nothing, unable to move. So we thank you, Father God, for your power. We thank you, Father God, for your presence. We thank you, Father God for joy unspeakable, filled with glory, filled with power, filled with majesty. Lord, even as we worshiped you in dance last night, I I realized that there is a new place. a new anointing, a now presence of God that must be captured in our worship. But it begins with hearts that are stayed on you. Father, you said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. We thank you, Father, that our hearts are filled with your joy, filled with your majesty. For you alone are God, and you alone are worthy of worship and adoration and praise. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you. We bless your name, Adonai. Your name is above every name. Lord of lords and king of kings, you are a mighty God. We worship you, God. We thank you, Father, for your love. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your presence. We choose to be a people. That follow after you as a deer pants for the water. Our soul, our mind, our will, our emotion long for you. We desire you, God, more than houses and land. We desire you. God, in the midst of your people, be glorified. You are Adonai. We worship you. We adore you. You are the Lord God Almighty. You are Master, Sovereign, King. And we are your children. When we look at your splendor, all earth declaring your handiwork, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, 
We see your majestic presence, your breathtaking beauty. We behold your goodness, your kindness, your love, your mercy, your long suffering for humanity in all the ways in which we have violated principles that you have placed in our atmosphere. You have created a resilience to even our foolishness. And we marvel at them. How they respond to love and nurture and care. And how, Father, even when we don't always do what we're supposed to do, we have bodies that keep on getting up. We thank you, God, for your greatness. We thank you for your kindness. You knew our frames. You knew what we would need in every time and every season of our life. And you have made provision. I've said it once, but I'm hearing it in my heart again. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You knew that there would be night. but you made provision for our morning. And you have given us brand new mercies every morning, Daddy. You wipe the slate clean. And you are merciful, kind, and loving. Forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for everywhere we've missed the mark, in thought or deed, on purpose, or in ignorance. Forgive us, Father, for those little things, little foxes, that we feel are not significant. the small little mishap the thing that we said and we walked away and said oh well but the truth of the matter father it's not oh and it's not well because we know that we violated your presence in us. So we ask for forgiveness. For we recognize, Daddy, according to your word, it is the little foxes that will keep fruit from being manifested in our life. For it is the little foxes that will keep the vine from even growing. And we will never know your power, your love, your goodness, your kindness, your mercy that's been extended toward us, Father. The plan, the purpose for which we have been ordained. Mm, I need to back up. We know your goodness, your kindness, and your mercy, Father. But we will never see the fullness of your plan and your purpose that you have toward us. Father God, we praise you and we thank you, Lord God. We bring our thoughts into captivity, Lord. Put a guard at our mouth that we won't sin against you. For it is not our desire, Father. Everywhere in our heart, 
that we have second guess. You. Father, forgive us for the times that we know we heard your voice, but we looked at our hands, we looked at our feet, we looked in the mirror, and we decided, not me, Lord, how that must grieve your heart. Father, forgive us for the time that we've compared ourselves to other people and decided that we were not good enough. That we hid in our childishness, not wanting to be responsible not wanting to grow up, failing to mature, choosing arrested development. God, I'd rather pretend not to know than to be responsible with the freedom and the gift and the call that you've given me. Father, forgive us for the times we know that we heard your voice, but we refuse to make a choice. We refuse to make a choice to do what it is that you called us to do. Lord, we know when we've been hiding. We know when we buried the visions, the plans that you've given us. Forgive us for being busy, being busy. Forgive us for arrogance and pride that we would actually stand in the face of the Holy Spirit and deny Christ in us. We ask you for your forgiveness, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for keeping our soul and delivering us according to Psalm 23.3. In patience, we possess our soul according to Luke 21.19. Father, every veil Father, we thank you everywhere in which the enemy has veiled us. And have hunted us down. Veiled us and hindered forward momentum. We ask forgiveness, Father. Rescue our souls from destruction, our souls, our mind, will, emotion, and intellect. For we have hidden them, Father. We have allowed them to be hidden. Rescue them, Father. Bring us into the fullness of our season, God. With open faces. Unveiled. We behold your beauty, God. We are the bride of Christ. 
We join him in the vineyard. We join him in his harvest with unveiled faces. We come into agreement with destiny, Daddy. You said that you would give the heathens to us for an inheritance. Father Ezekiel 18.4 says, all souls belong to you, Father. We thank you, Father, and we receive the bounty, the blessing. Over those souls that have been held captive by the enemy, we receive them and we welcome them in to the body of Christ without judgment and criticism, but with open arms, arms of love, arms of receptivity, Father. We receive the broken, the wounded the downtrodden. We receive your treasure, Father, that has been hidden for generations. We receive them with joy. We thank you, Father, that we have wisdom to know what to do and know how to minister In the name of Jesus. Father God, I'm reminded of being a little girl in a church service where I was covered with blankets, no explanation. handled harshly. Frightened by people who thought they were doing your will. Had I not loved you, Had I not known your love for me, had I not been one who was determined that I will know God in all of his splendor, from Genesis to Revelation, I could have easily walked away. I could have thought that was the church. But somehow, Father, I knew you didn't care about face paint and skirt length, toes in or toes out. For I had already come to love you and know you and realize that man looks on the outward appearance, but God, you see the heart. And in fact, you love us in our uniqueness and our unique expression. You are kind, you're loving, you're merciful. You delight in us, Lord God. Father, I thank you so much that even when I laid on my bed, Holy Spirit was there to give me instruction. Let us be a body of people 
that will love unconditionally, that will trust the process of the Holy Spirit, that will teach a generation to hear the voice of God, And to know him. And to know your great love. God, I praise you and I thank you this morning for the journey. I thank you, Father, for everything that you have taught. But, Lord, I position myself. And maybe this morning is all about... (laughs) Uh, That's all right, though, God. I hear you. Father, I position myself. And I pray, Father, for every person that hears this either now or later on, that you have a sign this morning. God, you know what you're doing. You know why you're doing it. We don't have to understand. We don't have to be um, we don't have to understand. And we don't have to be obedient. Mm-hmm. But this morning, Father, we choose to be obedient. Knowing, Father God, that you have a plan and you have a strategy. And that your ways are not our ways. Your ways are higher than our ways. You know exactly what you are doing in every life. You said in your word, iron sharpened iron. But it doesn't always feel good. So, Father, we thank you for your sharpening sword, sharpening us as we sharpen one another. We thank you for increased forward momentum in our spheres of influence. Thank you for your brilliance, God. Thank you, Father, for your creative expression. Thank you that our eyes are open to see how beautiful you are and how beautiful are the souls of the people. that you have surrounded us with, Lord. Father, I thank you that we are treasure hunters, looking for the hidden treasure, bringing it out of the depths of the ocean, so that it can be polished and presented. And just as even in the 21st century, when some treasures are brought up from the bottom of the ocean, some nations still claim the treasure. Once it's polished, it's presented. Father God, we thank you that we have hands to work. While it is yet day, Because when night comes, no man can work. So, Father God, while it is yet day, we are your treasure hunters. We bring those up 
from the bottom of the sea. We take the grave clothes off the dead things. So that those that are rescued will walk uncumbered. Father, it is our desire that we be able to present to you to lay at your feet crowns for being rescue workers, lifting up Jesus so that all men would be drawn to him. It is our desire, Father. So, Lord, we ask that you do the first work. Preserve our souls, for we are holy. Rescue us from all destructive manner. Father, all those that seek after our soul will be ashamed and confounded. We thank you, Father that you restore our soul. Father, there are some areas in our life and we decree, return, O Lord. Return to us, O Lord. And capture our soul out of the hands of the enemy. We love you, God. We appreciate you, Abba Father. We thank you, Father, to bless today. (laughs) Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I keep hearing that. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Father God, let the enemy be ashamed and sore vexed. Put to shame the enemy who has sought our soul. We thank you, Father, that we don't war against flesh and blood. But we thank you, Father, that our enemy has already been made an open spectacle, Father. And although you did it 2,000 years ago, you did it for our good. We thank you, Father. Father God, I just give you glory this morning for all that you are. Is there a prayer request on the line this morning? I am so excited about God. I'm just glad to be in the number. So if there are no prayer requests, we're going to pray for health and healing. I don't think we can pray for that. We're going to pray for health and healing this morning for ourselves and for our loved ones in the name of Jesus. Father God, we praise you and we thank you, Lord, that you sent your word to heal us. 
And Lord, for those of us who chronologically by the world system have reached a certain age, a certain season in our life, we're asking you, Daddy, to redeem the time and heal our bodies and bring restoration because we want to do the work that you've called us to. We recognize that gray hairs symbolizes our wisdom, Lord. But if we're not careful, it also represents a season in the mind's eye, in the world's eye, even in our own eye. So, Lord, even if you don't change the gray hair, because <laughs> you can do that if you want to, we thank you, Father God, that our vision for ourselves and for our life remains fresh. And you said in your word that you fill our mouth with good things and our youth is renewed like that of an eagle. So we're asking you, Father God, to renew our youth, our bones, our organs, our tissues. We're asking you, Daddy God, to renew our strength. We're asking you, Father God, to begin to move in our life, Father. We thank you, Father God, that in old age you will satisfy us. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. We thank you, Lord, God, that we're still able to take the mountain that you've called us to. In fact, we're just now in position. What seemed like denial wasn't even delay. It was preparation for now. Strengthen our bodies. Father, where we're weak, we decree we are strong. By your stripes, we are healed. We forbid every sickness to operate in our body. We cast out all spirits of infirmity that would attack our bodies. In the name of Jesus, Lord, there are things in our environment that are at odds with our bodies. From the food to the products that we use to clean our homes. Father, we thank you to heal us and to drive out the toxins that have accumulated in our bodies. We speak, Father, to respiratory systems, digestive systems, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Daddy God, that we are restored in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you for restoration. We thank you for healing. 
We thank you, Father, for moving by your power. In the name of Jesus, you are faithful, just, and true. Hallelujah, God. We thank you and we praise you, God, for all that you're doing, strengthening us in Jesus' name. Father, we praise you and we thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in this hour. We thank you to raise up a church that recognizes the hour in which we live, Father God and recognizes and postures itself to minister in areas that we have allowed the enemy a stronghold in. Father God, in what is taught in our school system, through the television system, Father, we recognize that many have abdicated their responsibility to teach and train their children. The church has been compromised, asleep, teaching about Easter bunnies, giving, doing things, Lord thinking that it was just innocent. And all the while, our church, our children, our people have been seduced. So, Father, we pray that your church will wake up, understand the hour, and begin to train its people to be sensitive to your truth, Lord. We thank you, Father. When Paul went into a city and he wanted to know the condition of that city, he went to the church first because the city (laughs) Father God, we thank you and we praise you, Father, that your church wakes up to righteousness. And we understand the time, and we understand the hour, and we're not compromised in what we're watching, what we're doing, what we're believing, Lord. For we have raised a generation that do not know God. While we were having our church meetings and while we were having our spiritual times, we left the maturation of our children to the world, the world system. While we were choosing to stay in the dark ages, we were not looking at what our children were looking at. We were not judging the cartoons. We were not judging the clothes. We were too busy having church. And we raised a generation just like in the book of Joshua. There is a generation that should have known God but was never taught the principles of who he really is. So within this generation, Lord, we are seeing blood sacrifices that the enemy is requiring of our babies. We we have allowed our children to walk through the fire to be sacrifices, Lord. We repent as a church. Give us hearts to cry, to cry out, to cry aloud. Father, for the sin that's in this nation, we take responsibility just like Nehemiah when he saw the walls broken down, that there was no hedge protection, no gates protection. 
he began to build a wall. Lord, we recognize that there is a generation that reflects our negligence, our selfishness, and our compromise. We allow prayer to be taken out of the school system. We allow the proliferation of garbage in media. So we ask you, Father God, as we wake up, Lord, that we will be like Samson. We will tear down the pillars of our enemy in the name of Jesus. We ask you to rescue our children. But, Lord, we thank you that you rescue your church who has the power and the authority to change the world through the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God, We thank you, Father God, for our government, city, state, local, that wise decisions would be made in terms of how to handle this current situation. Lord, the youth that are at risk because of the violence, a police force that's sensitive to the needs of the community, that right laws would be established. But, Lord, we recognize that it's going to take a move of your spirit. Hearts to change and minds to change. So we pray for your homes, Father. We pray for angelic protection and warfare over the homes. Over our children and our children's children. We pray conviction over our homes, Father God. Lord, we will not be a city on the hill that does not shed light. We won't hide under a bushel. So we thank you, Father God. We thank you for a shift in perspective, God. We thank you, Father God. Empower our teachers that are in the school system to be the lights. Whose shadow will bring healing and deliverance. We pray, Father, for our generations, Lord. We pray, Father, for protection over our streets. And we ask you, Lord God, to rescue this generation. Rescue your people, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for joining us this morning. We're here from 6.30 to 7.30, Eastern Standard Time, 724-444-7444. Have a great, blessed day. In Jesus' name, goodbye. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.